Because it's 5.35 in the morning and it's time for the Jack and Tracy Show. Morning. Morning. How are you? Um, well, how are you? I guess I'm all right. I don't know. <laughs> Still thinking about it this yeah, Monday morning. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't had coffee yet, so I don't know. Mm. But uh, it should be all right. We're gonna because I tell you what, we have um, some great prices coming up today, and uh, all Love this that. week we got a pair of ta- uh, tickets to see Dave Matthews. Oh, that is a great prize. June 24th at uh, Ruoff Music Center in Noblesville, right outside of Indianapolis there. So uh, we'll be doing that later on. That's uh, that, I'd like to see that concert. Never, never <laughs> saw Dave doubt. Matthews. Uh, we're at uh, clouds and 80% chance of rain today, uh, mostly this morning. Uh, and then the high is going to be 55. Well, that's a little encouraging, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's 41 now, and this is Sunny 101.5. You know, public safety is so very important to us today. And in today's Tell Me Something Good, we are joined by Professor Andrew Criswell from the School of Public Services at Ivy Tech College. He's here to talk about Ivy Tech's Public Safety Career Summit. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Zach and Tracy. Thank you so much for being here. You guys, you have something new happening coming up. Tell me about it. Yeah, so in the past, we have done some public safety career fairs. So this year, we decided we would go a step beyond that. And instead of opening it up to just our students to come on campus and check out local employers and public safety organizations, we're actually opening up to the entire community. So on Thursday uh, this week from 3 to 6 p.m. in the Ivy Cafe at Ivy Tech South Bend, we'll be hosting over 17 local public safety organizations and under one roof for that period for people to come in and check out what is currently offered in terms of local policing, fire, paramedic, rescue, and we will allow people to come in and see firsthand what might be available in local public safety jobs. That's incredible. Tell me how many departments and organizations are going to be represented. So right now we have 17, and that number keeps growing. We were only at 12 as of Friday last week, and at this point I don't know if I'm going to put them in the rafters or where I'm going to put them, but (laughs) uh, anybody who wants to come is welcome. (laughs) And tell me just a a few of who those departments. Uh, So right now we have South Bend Police Department. We have Elkhart City Police Department. We have Elkhart County Corrections. We have Beacon Health coming in. We have Lutheran. We have Tri-County Ambulance. uh, And many, many, many more. Uh, like I said, the number keeps growing by the day, and so we opened it up to all of our local partners because there's a huge shortage right now locally here in terms of public safety employees. There's lots of jobs. There's just mm-hmm. not a lot of people coming out and taking those jobs. So so that was our primary goal here was to open this up to everyone so that we could help our partners get these jobs filled. Right, and raise awareness so people know uh, that these jobs are out there and they exist. 
Fantastic. Tell us just a little bit more about uh, the event itself, the times. And I know you did mention the place, but just uh, tell us again. Yeah, uh, it'll be Thursday, April 7th from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. in the Ivy Cafe at the Ivy Tech South Bend campus. Uh, if you park in the student parking lot, just come through the side doors there. There'll be lots of large signs uh, pointing the way. And uh, we will be hosting, uh, like I said, about 17 departments for uh, most of the evening there. And how important is this, Andrew, for us? You know, it just sounds obvious, but man, it's a big deal. Um, COVID everybody really hard, um, including us at the college in terms of our public safety programs. Our paramedic program and our EMS program really was almost mothballed for an entire semester because we weren't sure of COVID protocols and how we could really run it. Uh, same thing with the criminal justice program. Uh, a lot of the places that I would send, normally send my students to for shadowing and internship opportunities was no longer available. In terms of jobs in the local area, uh, interest waned a lot because higher paying jobs in the private sector took the place of those public safety jobs that have all, always been vital to keeping our communities safe. And now we're starting to see a turnaround from that, but we really wanna give it a boost with something like this Public Safety Career Summit and allow people to come back in and again, see what's available in our local community. Fantastic. Well, Professor Criswell, thank you so much for being here this morning. What a good opportunity. Again, that is Thursday for the Ivy Tech Public Safety Career Summit. Uh, Definitely go check it out. All the latest Hollywood drama, hookups, deals, and scandal. Radio Paparazzi on Sunny 101.5. Six fifty-seven. Here's Tracy. Thanks, Jack. Well, the Grammys were last night. Yeah. A long list of star-studded performances graced the Grammys stage. A Silk Sonic to Lil Nas X with Jack Harlow, Olivia Rodrigo, Justin Bieber, and more. A Billie Eilish delivered an incredible performance of Happier Than Ever wearing a Taylor Hawkins t-shirt. Uh, she and Phineas rocked out. Uh, Trevor Noah kept the show moving and had so many moments that had everybody laughing. Another stellar job as host. Earlier in the evening during the pre-show ceremony, the Foo Fighters swept the rock categories. And Tony Bennett made history as the oldest Grammy winner for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Album for Love for Sale with Lady Gaga. Man, he is too. He's been He's been singing forever. Wow, oh, he has. What a, <laughs> that, what a cool honor. He's great. Yeah, I tell you what, that guy is great. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Estelle Harris, the actress who played overbearing mother Estelle Costanza on Seinfeld uh-huh. and voiced Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. I didn't know that no, one. No, I didn't know that one. Has passed away at the age of 93. Oh, wow. Harris starred as Costanza's mother, of course, for nine seasons on Seinfeld saying her character was the mother that everybody loves, even though she's a pain in the neck. Harris <laughs> was also featured in other shows like Futurama, The Looney Tunes Show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and ER. Harris would have turned 94 today. Wow. Well, Katy Perry is using her voice in a new way, narrating the life story of late Hollywood actress Elizabeth Taylor. It's a new 10-part podcast series dubbed Elizabeth the First. 
Now, the podcast is set to premiere later this spring. Katie said it's an honor to be part of the project, was, which was created as a way to highlight some never-before-heard stories about the legendary actress. Katie says she's been inspired by Elizabeth's bold activism, her constant boss moves in business, mm-hmm. and through it all, an unapologetic way of loving. Very cool. Well, Tiger Woods is taking his participation in this week's Masters down to the wire. He tweeted yesterday that whether he's going to compete will be a game-time decision. Woods will, of course, be on hand as a five-time Masters champion, but he's still recovering from a severe car accident last year. In February, Woods told the Golf Channel he had a long way to go with his recovery. Yeah, I bet. Tiger competed with his son, Charlie, late last year and finished second in the PNC tournament. Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty amazing, you know, how he continues to be able to come back Mm -hmm. from really significant things and injuries. Well, Netflix has reportedly put a Will Smith action film called Fast and Loose on hold due to its Oscar slap, his Oscar slap, I should say. Mm -hmm. The film says Smith would have played a man who wakes up in Tijuana with no idea who he is or how he got there before he begins to discover that he led a double life as a criminal kingpin and CIA agent. Well, another outlet says Smith's Bad Boys 4, that film, has also been put on hold. Hmm. Meanwhile, Denzel Washington explained his role in trying to keep the peace at last Sunday's Oscars after that Will Smith slap. He had a conversation with T.D. Jakes over the weekend at the International Leadership Summit. Washington said he and Tyler Perry shared prayers with Smith during the tense moments inside the Dolby Theater afterward. He said, I don't know all the ins and outs of the situation, but I know the only solution was prayer. I couldn't have sat in my seat. No way could I have sat in my seat. That's just not who I am. Hmm. Very cool. Well, meanwhile, the Razzies have rescinded the worst award that they gave Bruce Willis last week after the actor revealed that he has been diagnosed with aphasia. The Razzies, in fact, created an entire category called Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. And then they gave him a worst award for his role in Cosmic Sin. Well, since Willis stepped away from acting due to that diagnosis, the Razzies rescinded their awards saying it was inappropriate and they are truly sorry for Willis's diagnosed condition. Well, Morbius, the latest comic book adventure, opened in first place at the box office. Though ticket sales were considerably softer than recent superhero blockbusters, the film's worldwide start is standing at $84 million. Uh, here's and the thing, though. And that's weak. Yeah. <laughs> it, co- it cost a reported $75 million to make before marketing. Uh-huh. Yeah, far less than the the marquee superhero offerings like Spider-Man. Right. The reviews of Morbius haven't been great, which might not have helped the box office numbers. But uh, The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, came in at number two with $14.8 million. And The Batman came in third, earning another $10.8 million. Wow. Today, let's see. It's Chicken Cordon Blue Day. Yum. Boy, I couldn't tell you whenever last time I had that. Me either. That's a a special that's a special meal there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, It is 
David Blaine's birthday. Okay, let's see. David Blaine would be, um, oh, 40. I think he's like 45. 49. He's 49. Wow, I didn't think he was that old. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Um, hmm. Well, there's a guy who really turned his life around, don't yes. you think? Yeah, that guy's been through everything. She <laughs> absolutely did. I agree with that. Uh, he's about 50. He's got to be like 50. I'm, I'm seeing a strong. I'm seeing a strong 53. 57. Okay, wasn't that strong? All right. So. <laughs> all right. And Jamie Lynn Spears. Jamie Lynn Spears. I know who that is. Don't I? Don't think I know I, you do. <laughs> you got it. I, I know who We've Jamie talked Lynn about Spears. her in well, paparazzi. Sure. Real young. She's born like I don't know. Twenty-five. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Not that young. Wow. How about <laughs> that? Sunny 101.5 with Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks. 7.45. My life hack today is, you know, what to do with the extra cell phones you have laying around. Yeah, now, if you have I've kids, got a few of them. there's a good chance that you've, you know, repurposed the older cell phones for the kids. But I thought these ideas were good mm-hmm. if you if you don't have kids that, you know, you're you're giving the old ones to. Yeah. So you can use it as a webcam. If you don't have a webcam for for your desktop computer or your laptop, you can turn on an old smartphone. There's this free software. Um, One is Droid Cam and one is Epic Cam, and that's E-P-O-C Cam. Mm -hmm. And they help you turn your smartphone into a webcam for your computer. Isn't that awesome? I didn't know that. Here's another really good idea, and I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? You can also just... Use your alarm, use your um, old cell phone as an alarm clock. So, you know, some people like they'll have um, oh, yeah. an Alexa or something like that, but they don't have a microphone in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, instead, turn your old smartphone's big display into an alarm clock. And again, there are apps um, where you do that just to device into an alarm clock. How about that? So cool, old, isn't it? Old used uh, cell phones. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Do you have chapped lips? Not currently. <laughs> <laughs> we all do, though, especially in the uh, winter. Like in the winter, I a lot. Uh, if you have chapped lips, put a uh, water-soaked green tea bag on your lips for five minutes. Problem solved. That's a sip. Now, mine wasn't nice. quite as complicated as yours. No. But it does, you know, the results, there you go. That's uh, what happens with our life hacks. Mm-hmm. Jack and Tracy's Life Hacks, making life just a little bit easier. Sunny 101.5, 7.56, just when you think you've heard it all. Here comes another go figure. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You like books, right? I do. You read books a lot, don't you? 
Well, I, I wouldn't say a lot. I don't have as much time as I would like, yeah. but I love to dig into a good book when I have time, especially like, you know, when you go and buy one for summer vacation or spring break or you know you're going to be able to really relax yeah. and dig in. You ever eat one? Not, not, not at all. Edible Book Day, an <laughs> annual April 1st celebration of readable food originated in 2000 as the result of a Thanksgiving Day conversation between artists, artists, Coron, a French-born cut paper artist who settled in New York, came up with the idea for a celebration of edible books mm-hmm. during a Thanksgiving Day dinner. She just brought up they're having dinner, and uh, yeah, I'm thinking about to make an edible book. Uh, you want to take the wine away from her? Uh, <laughs> no, just put it away, don't put it away because she's. Oh my gosh! But it's a true. It's a true. It, it, it happens. Um, Coron teamed up with Judith A. Hoffberg co-founder of the Forbes Library in Northampton, Massachusetts, and the pair organized the first edible book day on April 1st, 2000. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even understand I, the it reason. It kind of sounds like your kind of thing, though, yeah, Jack. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, the date uh, also <laughs> coincides with another popular April 1st celebration, of course, April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect day to eat your words and play with them. There you go. So... The problem with oh that is gosh. having them around the house. Hey, did you see that? I was I'm looking for the book I had. You know where that's at? Well, yeah, I just ate it. Oh. <laughs> well, you better get yourself another book because oh I gosh. guarantee you're not going to like the ending on this one. So. Anyway, uh, there you go. Just when you think you've heard it all, hey, enjoy a night. Sit down and enjoy a, a whole book. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> A book that Jack could love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>